Quite a case of congestion. Can you hear it? Again, not much. Not much. Um, Got to be honest. I've talked to you a couple of times between uh, between earlier in the weekend now, and it's better than it was. Better than it was. Fantastic. Fantastic. Well, uh, so this is a weird recording for us, isn't it? It is. It is. We I haven't recorded on Zoom for a long time. We haven't, and I suspect this will probably be the shortest recording. Uh, that our listeners maybe have ever gotten from us. Maybe. We had one bonus episode about a year ago. It was, I don't, know, I don't think it was short, though. It yeah, might be. It was a bonus for hours. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bonus. Uh, it's extra long, right? Uh, yes. So it's kind of. A little short one today. Yeah, a little short one today. Yeah. Short one today. It's kind of interesting because we last released an episode on April 1st. Uh-huh. And then as a fun April Fool's joke, we failed to <laughs> release another episode for two weeks. What podcast? Right? What podcast? Uh, podcast? What are you talking about? Yeah. So what's going on there, Paul? Well, um, we, uh, we immediately after the beginning of the week went to a conference in Roanoke, Virginia for our employer. And we were um, out of town. And, you know, we had some responsibilities that we had to engage in there. Uh, we had the book group that we're running, the mindfulness work group, and that took a bit of our, our time and all that. So it's like we, we kept sort of looking at times when we could actually press the button on something. And uh, which is probably obvious to the listener at this point, that time was not found. No, so, no. <laughs> so it's like, well, it looks like we'll, oh, we'll record it on Monday. Yeah. Yeah, so we had grand plans to record on Monday. Um, what I did find very impressive is that we did, uh, we were very diligent podcasters. We took our podcast equipment. Yeah, we had the gear. Yeah, we had the gear. Yeah, we had the yeah. gear. Um, so it got to visit Roanoke. It, it had a brief trip to Black Blacksburg. Yeah. Um, but no. yeah, we were even like, let's bring it with us to Blacksburg in case we find a place where we can record. For it. It's like, we did not. You know, hope springs, hope sprung eternal on that. And it's like, we never actually got around to it. Yeah. And so one of the things that I think sort of showed up for me is just realizing uh, that was the first time I've been to a in-person conference uh, since 2020, I think. Long time. Uh, yeah, long time. So one thing that really showed up for me is I had forgotten how uh, draining and invigorating those are at the same time. Yeah. Um, so the idea of, you know, when you're at a conference, you spend a lot of time talking loudly in loud spaces. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 So the idea that one, we couldn't find a space to record and two, that maybe our vocal strength wasn't ready for it either. Yeah, that's true. Um, it, it doesn't surprise me in retrospect. Yeah. And yeah. Um, the, the sort of the who we people sort of are who I sort of am, you know, this might be true for you, who you sort of are at these conferences and things like that. You sort of out of your space where we, we usually are. So it's like, who knows what that recording would have even come across like, you know, yeah. Like, what are we going to do? We're going to find a little conference room off to the side in the conference center where we're going to like, Ooh, get the gear, you know, and that's what we would hope to do. But 
it's, I just get the sense it's like we would have been distracted. We would have been, you know, somebody would have walked in and it's like there would have been a, I had to edit some doors clanging and some glasses clinking. And it's like, we just never really yeah. found it, you know? Yeah, it's true. And I mean, the other thing is that because, you know, we're at this conference where we know a lot of people, a lot yeah. of these are people we haven't caught up with. Like, I don't think there was a time we walked through a space at that conference that we didn't run into someone we knew. Yeah. So we could have recorded, but we might have had a lot of unexpected uh, special guests. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. And yeah. I mean, there are a lot of people there. And this yeah. was something that I've been thinking about uh, lately. There are a lot of people there that I've that you and I have talked about. You and I, I mean, I, I know who this person is. I've worked with them for years, but I not never actually like met them. Yeah. Like in person in, in the flesh. And so that was, uh, and the, the sense that I was getting um, during the conference is, wow, this is more people than I thought it was who fall into that category of people yeah. who, you know, we talk about all the time, who uh, we hear about all the time. We electronically do things with all the time. It's like, I've never actually met you in person before, have I? So it's <laughs> really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, do we need to record this podcast or should I meet these people that I've never actually met before? It's like, that's a no brainer for me. Right. And I mean, it's a no brainer for me. Absolutely. Like, um, part of what the conference does is allows FaceTime, right? So yeah. FaceTime. Um, so I'm glad we, we use that time. Um, well, I think some really cool opportunities are emerging already out of, yeah, uh, sure out did. Of that time. Yeah, so sure is. Yeah. Um, but we didn't record Monday either. No, we didn't. Mm, mm-hmm. No, we didn't. I feel like uh, that might have had something to do with the fact that uh, on that fine day of Monday, I tested positive for COVID. Yep. <laughs> that did it. Yeah, that did it. Um, yeah. So, you know, these things happen. One thing that's great is I do know that I did not pick up COVID at that fine conference with right. time with all those other humans. Yeah, we can we can assure that at this point. We can assure that. Um, so you didn't, the, you didn't come home. You didn't come home from the conference with it. No, no, I did right, not. Right, right, right. Um, yeah. So. Um, so, yeah. Uh, so one thing that's been really hard for me to wrestle through is. Uh, we still hadn't recorded Monday. And then uh, I, as I was navigating uh, COVID, um, it hit me at what I find to be sort of uh, the hardest place it could have hit, which was my, mm. right? Like so yeah. much, what I feel is my livelihood is my yeah, voice. I was gonna, yeah, I was going to say at this point, you're, that's how you make your living, you know? His <laughs> yeah. Um, not figuratively, you know. Yeah, I used like to literally. Say, that's how you make your living. Yeah, I used to say that I was like a writer, um, and I do write, right? I'm a writing teacher, um, but talking to humans is kind of like where it's at for me. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so it's interesting. After two years of anxiety about contracting COVID, um, I got to walk through it, um, and this is now I'm on uh, day seven since exposure mm -hmm. um, and have turned the corner to where I, <laughs> I said to my husband earlier today, uh, who also uh, has been battling the, the COVID. Um, I said to Eric earlier, like, I think I'm going to make it as it turns out. Uh, so the vaccines and the boosters doing all their work. Um, 
very well. Uh, so that's great. Um, but I, this has been a week of accepting limitations. Right. Right. You know, uh, and totally a shout out to the, to the vaccines though. I mean, that was, that was Sunday night, Monday morning, you started to not feel so, so hot and uh, you're on, you, you have made a decidedly noticeable trend towards the better uh, yeah. in the last day or so. So shout out for, shout out to that for sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, it it really was kind of astonishing. Like, you know, I mean, yeah, the body, the body's pretty magical. Um, yeah. 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 Like, and, I mean, I'm not saying it, it wasn't all roses, but it's like, <laughs> Oh no. Like no, it, those vaccines work pretty well. It turns out. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, that's the thing is my body knew exactly what to do. I do feel like it went a little hardcore on the mucus, though. I got to be honest. Uh, well, like I tell my zoology students, that's what animals do, right? When in doubt, just let's make some mucus and see what happens. <laughs> Can't go wrong with mucus, so let's let's make more of that. You know? Yeah, uh, body's pretty good at that. Body's um, good at that, that's for sure. It's the, they call it the WD-40 of the animal kingdom. It's like, <laughs> don't know what to do? Eh, just make some mucus. Sad? Mucus. Sick? Eh, make some mucus. <laughs> Need to, need to stick things together. Well, let's make some mucus. To, anyway, we could go on. Yeah. <laughs> need uh, to coat some. Need to coat some surfaces. Oh, let's make some mucus. Yeah. Oh, animals, aren't we fun? Aren't we fun? Yeah. Um, Tubes that make mucus. <laughs> meat, meat sticks of mucus. Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. Tubular meat sticks that make mucus. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I, I can see us losing podcasts <laughs> right now. Thus concludes our biology lesson today <laughs> on the animal kingdom. On the animal. Yeah, but you said, you know, uh, limitations, right? So we, we encountered a couple of limitations over the past week. Um, one, which was like, eh, you know, I mean, if I, I'm, I'm sort of not surprised that we didn't record at New Horizons because like we, we, I mean, we took the gear I mean, it's not like we have a huge trunk of gear. I mean, it's we we can pack pretty light. We can, yeah, uh, with with the best intentions of doing it. But it was like, yeah, we'll do it if we can. If we don't, it's it's sort of okay, you know. And then the the unexpected one I had to wait for for a voice to sort of recover a little bit. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, in fatigue and just being wiped out, and you know. Right. And I, it's, it's curious because I feel like we have a bunch of opportunities that are on the horizon. Um, and all of it's, you know, lots of really cool, great stuff. Um, but it, you know, for the last couple of years, like I've been trying to lean into the fact that like you and I, we have this partnership and we do this stuff together. Um, and I can trust that if I can't do it, like Paul's yeah. going jump in. Right. Um, and so this has been a week of really living that out loud. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Um, so that's been, it's been very curious to, to understand, like when I hit my limits, that's where the partnership really comes in. Yeah. Yeah. And everything that had to get done, had to get done. Everything that needed communicating, got communicated. It's like, everything is fine. Yep. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so here is our episode on sometimes limits exist. Yeah. Yeah. And you had made this great statement, uh, that I actually wrote down. Uh, you did. That's a, that's a story in and of itself. <laughs> uh, it's like, where's a pencil? It's like, I don't want to write a pencil. I can type this. Why, why am I doing this the hard way until you're ready to acknowledge your limitations? 
And then, and I was like, Oh yeah. Oh, it was until you're ready to acknowledge your limitations. You're not ready. And then it was like, Ooh, 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 let me write that down. It's too interesting to not write down. But then I started to realize, I don't know, was that the end of the sentence or was there more to it? You know? I mean, I think it's a blanket statement. Like you're not ready. And I think each person gets to figure out what they're not ready for, how, how, um, how maybe they want to finish that sentence. But I think um, I used to spend a lot of time trying to look like I was perfect and that there was, there was no limit within me. Um, And I think a big part of what I'm realizing now is that as I am able to not only articulate, but embrace the limitations I have, I'm a lot more capable. Um, and not being willing to admit that I had limitations in the past, I think was my biggest liability. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, and I see this when I work with, with folks that really, really want to be successful and really, really want to thrive. And the only way they know how to move forward with that is to just operate as though they are uh, above limitation. And whenever I see that happening, it's like everyone else in the room knows that there are limitations and they're the last one to admit them. Right. Uh, So it's just, it's, um, I think there's a huge growth moment when you say, you know what? Nope. I, I have limits. This, this can't like, we have to take a week off. Uh, I have to stay in bed today. Um, I have to say no to this thing, whatever it is. Like if you want to be ready for something, note the limitations. Note the limitations. Yeah. And that's hard work. Yeah. You know, that's the, that's the hard work. And people think that, I mean, whoever that sentence is finished for each individual until you're ready to acknowledge your limitations, you're not ready to, uh, embrace authenticity. You're not ready to lead. You're not ready to really do what you need to do, sort of whatever it is. People think that um, it, it's easy to jump straight to the, like you were, like you were saying, jump to the, the end part, you know, of that. It's like acknowledge your limitations and work on those and, and pay attention there and um, address what needs to get addressed. And honestly, acknowledge what those limitations are. And I could go so far as to say, embrace what those limitations are. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, like you said, you wouldn't, you'd be amazed at how many doors open up for you. Yeah. Because what you find is that so many people want to help. Mm-hmm. So many people, so many, so many people want to participate in what you're trying to do. And pre- acting as though you don't have limitations actively prevents people from participating in, in your life, in your life. I think. I I think you're right. And I mean, you know, we're built for connection. And so if we're all perfect and we've got it all done by ourselves, then what's, what's the point of others? Yeah. What's the point? Right. Just be one of us. Yeah. Like on this earth that would (laughs) walk around and do everything that one lone earthling does on a planet. Exactly. And so I think, you know, when you think about those, the puzzle pieces uh, and how puzzle pieces link into each other, you know, they all have unique gaps um, that other pieces fill, right? And so 
that's what helps you link up. Um, and so it's, it's interesting how, um, you know, we've said this for a while, like, oh, we're better together. And I think it's because like each of us has limitations though. I'm starting to notice I'm more comfortable with my limitations than I am Mm. acknowledging that Paul has limits, but anyway, right. Right. Um, we'll get there. We'll get there. Um, one day I'll list all of Paul's limitations. Um, (laughs) list, list. How many are they? (laughs) I don't know. We're going to rattle, rattle them off. Right. That's going to be a long episode. Sherry was telling you. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I just think, um, yeah, there's, I think once you get comfortable with your limitations, then you can see like how community and partnerships and collaboration, you understand that there's a point and a purpose to all of that, right? Like yeah, it's, right. Right. it's once again, back to this thing that we've been talking about a lot lately, which is the difference between impressing and connecting. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, uh, the best way to the best way to impress somebody is to connect. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's so. the most impressive thing that people can do. Yeah. So Impre- impressing is just a show. You know, yeah. but connecting is very impressive. I think so. I think so. Very much. Yeah. Uh so the last two weeks on the pod haven't been regular. If not. Uh, but we have left our listeners with no shortage of content. That's true. 100, <laughs> a good time to go to the, go deep into the catalog, pull out That's some right. of the deep, the deep tracks, you know, and, uh, yeah. See what's happening in the deep cuts. See um, what, yeah. See what lurks in the muddy waters of episode 44. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> I have no idea what episode 44 is. Me neither. I wonder what I just directed. I wonder what I just directed people to. Yeah. Who knows? Plenty of good stuff. And uh, one thing that we are doing, uh, and this I think was the last episode we recorded, was that we launched this uh, mindfulness at work book group that uh, based on the book from Maria Arpa. And uh, it's great little book. It's about what six chapters and an intro. Yep. And so it's it's perfect for overworked and busy academics who don't have a lot of time on their hands. Each chapter is maybe what, 10 pages, 15 pages. Yeah. 20, 20, give or take. Um, A lot of good exercises in it. A lot of good uh, like case studies in it. A lot of good examples in it um, on how to actually bring mindfulness into the workplace. And the last podcast we had, we recorded our comments about the introduction. That's right. So what comes next is chapter one. That is correct. Comments. And I think we also invited people, if anybody wants to participate along with us, um, just by reading the book. We're actually doing it. We do a weekly Zoom group on campus and all that other kind of stuff. Um, But if anybody wants to join us and read along and listen to our thoughts uh, after they read it or even before, Mm -hmm. that episode one conversation will come out in uh, sometime uh, in the near in the near, probably within the near week. Probably within fact. the week. Yeah, probably within yep. the week. And in some ways, I think this works out well because um, we started the book group uh, at our college. Um, and as I've sort of talked to more people about it, a lot of folks didn't know we were beginning it. And in, in, 
in true Paul and Sherry form, we sort of decided that we were going to do it. And then three days started it. <laughs> yeah, it's like decided on, you know, had a thought on Monday, decided it on Tuesday, launched it on Wednesday, ran the first session on Thursday. Yeah. And <laughs> so, read, the next, read the next chapter on Friday to prepare for the next week. Yeah. And so um, when people say to us like, oh, I didn't know I'm behind. Like there's this part of me that's like, of course you didn't know. Like we decided this. We didn't this, know either. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We're just finding out too. Um, but I kind of think, you know, this might be a good opportunity for folks uh, to come alongside us as we are thinking through this um, in the final days of the semester, um, because I really think it has some tools um, that are good for folks finishing up the semester yeah, right. um, to think about how they want to launch themselves into the summer and what they want their summer work to look like. Yeah. Especially right. for folks who may not actually be on a compensated schedule for the summer months. Right. So what does that look like? And for those who are on 12-month academic appointments, um, what does it look like to, to step into that reality of the continuing appointment, uh, especially when there tends to sometimes be some tension between uh, those who are moving off contract and those who have to sustain their work? Uh, during the summer gap months. Right. So I think I think this is a good time, actually. I do too. I do too. I mean, if you do it like in the middle of the academic year, it's like, so we finished chapter six, like uh, we finished chapter six late yesterday or last week. And so now I'm going to be mindful at work. And it's like, mm, it, this is going to, this is the work that it's going to need a little bit of time to sort of bake in. Yeah. You know, so summer is the perfect time. So it's like, get through the book in this semester with it. It's like, don't begin this semester with it. It's like in this semester with it. Yeah. Do some do some work, do some work over the summer, consider how you want this to go in the beginning of the academic year, and you can set yourself up for a for a great start, I think, yeah. in September or August. Yeah, I think it's totally. Good. Totally. Yes. The academic calendar rules our lives. So it sure does. Yeah. <laughs> we say happy new year on July 1st, the beginning of the fiscal year, not January 1st. That's right. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yeah. Ah, uh, there it is. There it is. Yeah. Thanks for mustering the uh, the energy to to record a little thing, Sherry. I was happy to. Um, it's a great joy recording podcasts. Even a short one like this just makes yeah. me feel a little bit of normalcy, which is great. Yeah. Um, and now I will retire to my nap. Yeah, you've been cooped up, and and you just uh, ninety uh, percent of the energy you will expend in this day was just to expend it on this recording. So thank you for yes, and the other percentage towards mucus. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, that's more true than we might think. So <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. So yep. awesome. Uh, well, uh, have a restful day. Get a good nap in. Right? Try I to get, uh, drink so. a lot of liquids and uh, eat actual food and all that kind of good stuff. Yes. And uh, we'll talk at you soon. Alrighty, sounds good. Thanks, folks. Uh, we'll talk to you soon as well. So one, two, three. Bye. Bye. Bye, everybody. <laughs>